Hello and welcome to episode 111, section 138. A little bit of an emergency podcast here. Some not great news in the Blue Jays world happening today. I don't even have the willpower to go over it. So one of you guys, if you want to introduce everything that's happened over the last couple of hours for the Blue Jays, it's been pretty damn depressing um, to be a Blue Jay fan. And uh, I guess, Jacob, if you want to give us a lowdown of all the injuries. Well, I enjoy talking here, but I am sad to, uh, I'm sad this is the reason, but yeah, I'll get, I'll, uh, I'll get on with it. So initially, I think that the thing that really sparked everybody is hearing that Kirby Yates is likely out for the season. Well, he is out for the entire season. We heard that he had a flexor strain a couple of uh, days ago, late last week. However, in an interview, Ross Atkins basically said that Kirby Yates is going to most likely undergo Tommy John surgery which puts him out for the entire season. And even if he is not going to go through that, he will be out for the season, according to Scott Mitchell. But then that wasn't just it. We heard George Springer has suffered a grade two oblique strain and will miss a couple of days. However, a couple of days is when the uh, the opening day is going to take place. So a little bit of a question there. We've heard that it's still in play for him, but we're not entirely sure. And finally, I think this is the one that I'm most shocked about is that Robbie Ray unfortunately suffered a bone or he he bruised his arm when he was carrying his child and slipped and fell down the stairs thankfully his child's okay but he's gonna miss a start and now the Blue Jays are getting absolutely infested with the injury bug and this is not a very not not ideal situation to be in considering the season starts in actually just over a week well, yeah, uh, this has not been a good uh, last couple of weeks here. I just feel like the more we talk about it is that the more we're jinxing it. This started two weeks ago with Nate Pearson, and it started off with precautionary, and all three of us said, pump the brakes. One week later, Thomas Hatch goes down. We're hoping he's okay, and it seems to be that he will he won't be... Missing significant time, which is probably the only thing that was good news today. And then uh, less than a week later, Kirby Yates has been shut down for the season. So, And then, of course, you have Robbie Ray. So pretty much this team has lost four arms in, what, two weeks? This team has lost four arms, potentially four. More than three. I mean, three for sure. And one of them permanently gone because Kirby Yates... Will not be back this year regardless. We don't know when Nate Pearson and we don't know when Thomas Hatch will be back. We hope as soon as possible, but we, we really don't know. And now Robbie Ray, who is projected or has been projected all offseason to be the second starter in this rotation, is now uncertain for opening day. Because as much as you want to say he's going to miss one start and be ready for this and that, same with George Springer, who is apparently going to be or hoping to be ready for opening day. I'm not believing any of that until they prove it and until I see them on the field. Because this is a prime example of what we've gone over the past two weeks that we've been told that everything is minor and somehow something happens where it gets worse. So I'm at the point now where until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. So Robbie Ray, as far as I'm concerned, is hurt right now. And I hope that's not the case. I hope he misses one start like they are saying right now. Because we discussed a few days ago as well the impact of Robbie Ray, how good he's been pitching this spring, how much he needs to step up this season. And he may not even be on the opening day roster. There's a chance. There's a chance he is ready to go. But as of now, on paper, this opening series at Yankee Stadium is not looking good. 
It is not looking good. And we are about a week away. We are still talking about spring training, and we are talking about forearms that have been lost in the span of two weeks. This is probably the worst way to start a season. Um, One of the worst. It's up there. It is up there to lose forearms, who you need to count on, in a top prospect like Nate Pearson, who is crucial this year to the the rotation. Robbie Ray, even more crucial because of the uncertainty of this rotation. Jacob, you've been on this all winter. You gave them a bad grade, or a, a grade below A because of the pitching. You look like the smart one right now. You do. And Thomas Hatch, another one. Somebody that they are going to rely on eventually, especially part of their future plans, is gone. This is a massive blow. George Springer, the guy they just paid $150 million, whatever the heck it was, is now all of a sudden strained as oblique. Grade 2 strain. <laughs> it's not good. It, this has been a massive turn of events. I don't know if I'm going to p- click the panic button just yet, but this is bad. This is really bad. This is exactly what I was afraid of, to be completely honest. When when I talked about their rotation, the biggest issue that I had or the biggest concern was that there wasn't enough, enough depth. And there's depth in the bullpen. That Thankfully, there's depth there. But most of their their guys were guys that were needing a comeback. And unfortunately, one of their guys that was in desperate need of a comeback was coming back. And now we have an unfortunate situation. So... I'm ext- I don't want to hit the panic button like you said, but I am my finger is right on top of that panic button. I just need one more thing to push it down. Yeah, and before Mark, I want to hear what you have to say cuz you look very upset over there as well. I can see you, but this is the second straight year, arguably because I guess nothing was set in stone, but we do believe Kirby Yates was expected to start the season as a closer. This is two straight years they've lost their closer now. It's just it just seems to be getting worse and worse. <laughs> we are not even a week. We are about a week away now from opening day. It's it's just a massive turn of events from a team that had such a great offseason, a promising spring, and you've lost potentially four arms, and you've lost one permanently for the entire year. So I don't know. Hopefully, Robbie Ray and George Springer are ready. There's a chance they are, but there's also a chance they're not. And... Um, I don't know what to do now when you look at the depth chart. There's many names that could be filling in for potentially a missing Robbie Ray, but there's a lot of question marks now, and it's uh, it's pretty deflating. Yeah, I keep walking myself out of the situation and, and convincing myself that it's not that bad because I feel like, you know, even like one guy, you know, let's... Okay, I'm not going to say this, what I was going to say because I don't want to speak into an existence, but let's say like Robbie Ray was injured, he misses the start of the season with the Blue Jays. Like, if it's just Robbie Ray, in all honesty, it probably doesn't hurt the Blue Jays that much. Like, it's just one pitcher. Yes, it's going to cost them. Yes, they would be a better team with Robbie Ray being healthy, but with just one guy, like, it's baseball. One guy doesn't win the game. It's a team game. But <laughs> that that changes a lot when you have Kirby Yates out for the season. When you have George Springer maybe missing the start of the season. When you have Nate Pearson already injured. Thomas Hatch already injured, even though we got good news about them today. So even though I keep trying to convince myself this isn't that bad, it is bad. Especially when you consider the fact that the timeline we're given on these guys, George Springer may miss opening day. Robbie Ray will only miss one spring start. That's probably not an accurate timeline. It's probably going to take a lot longer to get them healthy. And yes, to some extent, we're lucky with the injuries we got. I mean, Robbie Ray falling down the stairs, that could have been so much worse 
Not to mention his child. Thankfully, his child is okay, but he could have broken his arm, right? Like he could have been out long term with a serious injury. So we're very, very lucky that he just bruised his elbow. But that doesn't mean we still can't be very, very mad and disappointed at the news that we do have. But that being said, I just want to take a moment and walk us back off the cliff. I know you guys are saying you're about to hit the panic button. I'm not, and I'll tell you why. The number one thing is this team is a lot deeper than it has been in previous years. Pitching, of course, questionable. But you look at the bullpen, it's deep. You have a lot of good names in there. You have David Phelps. You have A.J. Cole. You have Francisco Liriano. You have Tim Meza. And then, of course, you have Rafael Deliz. Of course, you have Jordan Romano. You have Tyler Chatwood. You have Ross Stripling. Uh, of course, Stripling now is probably going to the rotation. But you have all these strong names in the bullpen that I, I think that's the kind of depth we haven't seen with the Blue Jays in previous years. Now, turning the rotation. Of course, a weak spot with the Blue Jays. But you do have Hyunjin Ryu. You do have guys like Steven Matz that the Blue Jays picked up. If he bounces back and be... And, and is what he has been so far in spring training, that's a really good name in there. You do have guys like Ross Stripling who seem to be stepping it up. He wasn't at his best in his performance in last night's game, but he was still pretty darn good. He had a good strikeout-to-walk ratio. The Blue Jays have more depth than they've had in recent years, and I think that helps him a lot. And then, of course, depth in the outfield, which we already knew. Even if you have to put Randall Grishik in there as a starter, if George Springer is out for a little bit, it's not the end of the world. So that's what's encouraging me about this, is that the Blue Jays are a deeper team than they have been. This is happening at the start of the year. Hopefully they can set a good foundation, get everyone healed up. No more freak injuries like people falling down the stairs or people stepping on sprinklers or, you know, this Robbie Ray injury is definitely going to go in the books as one of those freak injuries. But I'm not ready to be anywhere, not even be in the same room as a panic button. I'm not ready to be right there. I, I I don't think this is as bad as some people are making it out to be. A lot of people, we put out a call on our Instagram and our Twitter for thoughts about this, and a lot of people are saying it's over. That's it. This is the beginning of the end for the Blue Jays. It's not. I, I want to pump the brakes on that. The Blue Jays are a good team. Give them credit for that. They can recover from this. This is only a minor setback at the start of the season. Still concerning, but it's not the end of the world. That's all I have to say on that. Well, I think what a lot of people need to realize is that the bullpen, yes, is going to be missing Kirby Yates, and that is going to be detrimental. But I just want to remind people that Jordan Romano and Rafael Dolis exist because I thought one of those two, probably Dolis, was going to be the closer anyways. And I think they're on par with what Kirby Yates could do this season. We saw Dolis last year since August 12th. He hasn't allowed an earned run. Jordan Romano missed some time, but was absolutely fantastic. I believe it was a combined perfect game throughout his first uh, nine innings of work. So he he was fantastic. Both of those were guys were fantastic. So I'm not as concerned about the bullpen, especially considering the depth that they have. But I think with the starting rotation, I am just, I am extremely concerned because I'm on MLB.com right now and their rotation depth, obviously Ryu is, is available. Pearson's out and not to scare anybody a little bit more, Arash Madani was on Tim and Friends earlier today before we recorded, and he predicted that Pearson might be out till Labor Day. Hopefully that's not the case. I just thought I'd point that out. You know, he's out for a bit at least. Robbie Ray is now out. Steven Matz and Tanner Roark are the only other two that make up the five-man ro- five rotation. And 
There's obviously guys like Stripling, Trent Thornton, Anthony Kay, TJ Zoic, but this rotation it needs to it needs to get these guys back because I I don't want to harp on it too much, but when you when you already are stretched thin in this in the rotation and you don't necessarily have the guys that you know are going to be solidified starters, losing not one but two, it's it's very concerning and I think the rotation is is one hundred percent going to need to figure something out because. Like you said, Mark, this this could be a very scary opening to the season. Hopefully, it's temporary. Hopefully, guys come back. But it's it's uh, it's a very nerve wracking day today. Yeah, of course the season's not over. And I want to be clear, I didn't hit the panic button, but I'm, you know, don't want to say I'm completely ruling it out. I'm just I'm concerned with the starting. I feel like we're talking more now about a projected injured list than a projected rotation. I really feel like it's getting to that point right now. And um, I'm just looking throughout the depth charts, throughout the bullpen, throughout AAA. Who's going to be on this rotation if uh, Robbie Ray isn't ready? You have names like TJ Zoig, Joel Pams. He can start. Tommy Malone, someone we've discussed before. Maybe somebody that can potentially start. Um, you know, there's just there's Ryan Barucki. There's Francisco Liriano who started before. There's Trent Thornton. There's Anthony Kay. So there's a bunch of names, of course. The depth's there. The problem is it's just a lot of these guys have not exactly, you know, a lot of them are young, yes, and a lot of them still need to prove themselves. And that's why it's a little bit of a uncertain kind of feeling with me right now with this this rotation. And, of course, the George Springer thing, I'm not totally uh, worried about that as well. I mean, if he starts the year on the injured list, then I feel like there's a little bit of concern. But if he's just going to miss a few days and be day-to-day, I think that's something that the Jays can fill because the lineup is very deep and the lineup is very successful, and it's the strongest part of this team. So don't get me wrong. It's just, I guess, an extra thing to kind of like, you know, you're already down and you're getting more thrown at you. And that's how I feel about the George Springer thing. I'm concerned about the starting rotation and Robbie Ray and um, the other two guys that we've talked about, Nate Pearson and Thomas Hatch. And, of course, Kirby Yates will not be even be back this year. So that's the concern for me. The depth is there, yes. But a lot of these guys still haven't proven as much in the MLB level. And that's why I'm a little bit concerned. And you hope this doesn't drag on. But the Labor Day thing, um, you completely opened my eyes there, Jacob. I did not even come across that yet. And that that's concerning. So, you know, the fact that Nate Pearson is expected to throw off a mound within the coming days. So I guess that's something to be optimistic about. And we know that Thomas Hatch avoided something very serious. But it's just... I, I, I'm, there's too many question marks right now with this rotation, and now another one is if Robbie Ray's even going to be ready. One thing I'll say on Kirby Yates is that this was more or less the gamble the Blue Jays were taking when they signed him. I mean, he was injured for most of last year, underwent surgery, you know, didn't get into spring action until just this past week, right? I think he only pitched in two games before he was injured. So... This is the gamble the Blue Jays were taking when they signed him to a one-year deal. They knew it's a high-risk deal. He could be injured. They could lose out on the $5 million they spent on him. But it's also a high-reward deal. He could have ended up being the guy he was in 2019. Turns out the risk wins out in this situation. But this is the gamble the Blue Jays were taking. And again, bullpen is the least of our concerns right now. It is a rotation. Um, What do you guys think the Blue Jays should do from this point forward? Because Ross Atkins, in the media availability, when he said all these guys are injured, he also said, you know, we're interested in adding. We're back on the market. We're looking. 
to reinforce what appears to be our biggest weakness at this point, which is what we all knew the Blue Jays' weak biggest weakness was, which was the starting rotation. But there are names still on the market. Rick Porcello. Um, you know, there's been other names tossed around in the trade market as well. So could the Blue Jays go out and get someone? Is it necessary? I mean, I know where you guys are close to hitting the panic button. I'm nowhere near it. But is it necessary for the Blue Jays to go out and get someone? Or is it fine? I know Bryson and I were fine with the Blue Jays waiting until the trade deadline. Is that the fine situation here? Or is these injuries necessitated the Blue Jays making some type of move right now? Well, the one thing is, I know you guys are, well, first of all, I know you both were, I guess, more leaning towards someone like Romano or uh, Dolis closing for this team. But the fact of the matter is, if one of them's going to close now, who's going to pitch where they were supposed to pitch with Kirby Yates? I think they need to go add a pitcher. I think they need to add a reliever. And somebody who is still looking for work is Jeremy Jeffress. I think that's somebody that you consider. He's looking for work. And, um, you know, a lot of people are already throwing that out at, out at people. A career ERA of 308, uh, a 154 ERA last year. So, you know, he can he can start or he can't really start. He can kind of open, but he's more known as a reliever. And that's somebody that I, I would definitely circle. And if you're not going to sign him, what's the harm in at least looking or inquiring about the guy? Because right now, I'm going to say it again. Some of the depth they have has not proven much at the MLB level, and that is why it's a concern. You're already relying on a few guys to bounce back as it is in terms of someone like Steven Matz, someone like Tanner Roark, and then, of course, there's names in the bullpen that you just signed. There's Tyler Chatwood, who you just signed. Somebody else who you're looking to bounce back. There was Kirby Yates, who you're hoping to bounce back from an an injury-plagued season, and that didn't pay off already, and we're still in spring training. So Jeremy Jeffress, I know he's available, and I want to throw something at you guys as well. I think... Um, yeah, I think I know the answer to this, but this has also been circulating on Twitter. I'm not supporting this. I don't think they should. Do the Blue Jays re-sign Roberto Osuna? No. I don't think they will. Some say yes. From a pitcher's perspective, I like his numbers, but I don't think that they would do it because in 2017, whenever it was, the whole incident Mark Shapiro came out and said that there was no way that Osuna was pitching for them again. So I, I don't think that they would go through and, and go sign him, g- given the, the personal history. Same reason I don't want the Blue Jays to sign Jeremy Jeffress, because he was just released from the Washington Nationals for um, undisclosed personnel reasons. We don't know what that is, but I don't want the Blue Jays to be taking a chance on a guy like that who could mess things up in the clubhouse. He says he's not a problem. He literally tweeted, and I can read it out, but he said, I'm not a problem. He explained that he was released or hadn't signed yet because he hadn't found a team that wanted him. And I'll quote him here. He said, I'm not signed yet because every team thinks I'm a problem when it's the opposite. I come to play baseball. I come to become a family member of each and every player in that locker room. Ask every team I've been on. I'm close with every player. The fact that my ex-agent has ruined my chances on playing this season is killing me. I want to sign with anyone, but going home would be a blessing. You want to know the real me. Talk to me, not bums. That's not the kind of language I want on the Blue Jays. The Nationals released him for a reason. I believe they're validated in that. I don't want the Blue Jays to sign him. Same reason, Roberto Osuna. I don't want to see his face ever again um, in a Blue Jay uniform. 
So no to both of those guys. I think the Blue Jays can get by without signing someone. Obviously, it's better if they do increase their depth, but that's where I stand on those two guys. Yeah, exactly. When I look at, you know, when we go back to the bullpen, I do think that there is a lot of a lot of depth and obviously Kirby Yates is a big blow to lose, but Jordan Romano, one of those two or Rafael Dolis will close. We can debate for hours about who it's going to be, but a lot of the bullpen is similar to last year. I mean, we have AJ Cole likely returning. You know, there is the additions of Tyler Chatwood, David Phelps. So I'm not as concerned about the starting rotation or the the bullpen rather. Starting rotation, uh, you know, again, I'm con- I'm very concerned about it. But I really don't think that the Blue Jays will do anything, just given how early it is or how late it is into spring training and how close we are to the beginning of the season. Because I mean, Robbie Ray was pitching well, but so was Steven Matz, and Tanner Roark is. You know, he's Tanner Roark, unfortunately, but, you know, the Blue Jays have at least the options. Thomas Hatch is out, but, you know, they can at least work with Ross Stripling, you know, maybe Anthony K. I think he was going to be a starter anyways. Maybe they throw him into that role and you know, pr- pray their Hail Marys that he he ends up working for him. But I really do think that's what it's, what's going to happen. They're going to work with what, what they have within them. And most likely, if if they're still in need of a starter or in need of anybody come anytime this season, it'll be our deal will be made uh, towards the trade deadline. And, and then that's when they'll really make a push and say, okay, this is the roster we have. This is what we need in order to get to where we want to be. And then that's when we'll, they'll make that type of addition. Yeah. There's um, I know. Yeah. The Jefferson Osuna situations are obviously a little bit more, um, there's more to it than just baseball. And Osuna of course had his opportunity here in that boat. I think it's sailed safely, but um, yeah, somebody with Jefferson, I guess there's just, you don't know too much about what's going on, but a baseball perspective, of course, he's a name available. And I'm just looking now at current free agents as well, looking for a job. And there are there are a few names still out there. Um, Mark, you mentioned someone like um, Rick Porcello. There's David Robertson. There's Anibal Sanchez. There's a few names. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys aren't going to blow you out of the water in terms of, I guess, their caliber. But you know, I just you know you don't you don't really know. And I think the bullpen is. Um, it's just it's hard to say right now, but adding an arm wouldn't hurt. But I don't think it's as urgent. But I do think it's I I do recommend it. I I think so. But I don't know exactly what they're looking to do. Maybe there's a trade that not not necessarily uh, a signing. But yeah, the rotation too. But I don't think they're going to be any pieces traded or signed. I guess for the rotation, I I see more something for the bullpen, just because I feel like it's something that could be easier to do as of now is because where we are right now we're still in march but down down the line maybe the starting rotation is something that they do revisit but you know it's just it's it's just a bad bad blow to this team uh these past two weeks and because the one thing where i'm a little bit more concerned than or i'm a little bit more concerned is the pitching is already the weakness of this team and you're adding more to it it's not like george springer is the only injury you're dealing with and you can get by with him for a few days you're already dealing with arguably or not even arguably something that's pretty obvious at this point and the weakest part of this team is the starting rotation not even just the pitching in general so hopefully everything goes by um i guess sooner rather than expected someone like nate pearson someone like thomas hatch and of course robbie ray you all hope is ready for opening day but we really don't know especially for pearson and hatch who are doubtful to i guess to be ready for opening day but someone like ray definitely still has a chance and you you need him this year so we we literally talked we spoke about him on saturday this past Saturday for about 10 minutes, not or a little bit more as well, about how effective he's looked this spring, how his numbers are 
way up and like or way down I should say and uh, they're they're really spectacular in terms of the walking and the striking out the ERAs there and he's he's leading you know he's blowing people out of the water and he's blowing the team out of the water and it's eye-opening stats so that's why you know it's just it feels weird because it feels like we're jinxing it and it gets worse every week so I don't know if we're Mark you said we're speaking something new into existence I don't know if things continue to get worse from here because I really don't know, but I just, I, I am, I'm not speechless. I'm just very shocked of what's transpired these past couple of weeks. The last thing I want to say is I think it gets better from here. I hope it gets better from here, but I think it will because you look at the injuries and these are the injuries that are kind of standard for this point in the season for this point in spring, spring training. This is a point where, you know, players have been in camp for a few weeks. They've been ramping up. They start to get injured. People start to get, you know, what's the word? Soft tissue injuries. Th- this is the injuries that are expected at this point in spring because people have been working so hard, ramping up. It's expected. So I think it gets better from here. And I don't think people should look at these past few weeks and say, well, the Blue Jays are an injury-prone team. They're screwed. You know, let's give up on this season because I think that it does get better from here. I don't think we'll see these same type of injuries pervade over the entire course of the season. George Springer, oblique strain. I don't think we would see this type of injury as commonly in the middle of the season after he works up to a full workload. I think Robbie Ray, I mean, it's a freak injury with Robbie Ray, but we move to someone like Thomas Hatch, someone like Nate Pearson. I don't think these are the type of injuries we see as regularly once guys are stretched out, once guys are up to their full workload. So if there's any slimmer of solace in any of this, I think that's it. It's that, you know, this isn't hopefully a sign of what's to come. It's just unfortunate. It's all happened at once. And I think it gets better from here. Those are some of my final thoughts. Again, I'm nowhere near the panic button. I think we need to take a deep breath. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. I want to hear your guys' final thoughts. I think fans probably should do the opposite of what I just did and say that I want to hit the panic button. I think the problem is, is all of these injuries kind of came out at once. And I think it was, it was Ben Nicholson Smith, if I'm not mistaken, who came out with multiple tweets of all these injuries and they all just came out at once. And actually, I think the funny thing with me is I had my phone on do not disturb. And so I just, I scrolled down and I get all of the messages at once. And so I was thinking, oh no, this is, you know, this is awful. But I think people, once all the dust is settled and, you know, just sleep on it and realize, okay, George Springer maybe a couple days a week at most is what he'll miss Robbie Ray let's you know let's pray to the heavens but with Kirby Yates I think that's the the biggest news here is that he's out for the season and I think we just we got to remember that hey obviously it's it's awful for him and I will hope him the best but when I still when I look at who's still on this roster and who's in this bullpen I still do trust it and I think it will be one of the better bullpens in baseball so just everybody sleep on it realize that the season's not over it hasn't even started yet if i'm being literal so just give it some time the blue jays will figure themselves out the team is still going to be good and let's hope that this is just a a blip this is not this is not a reflection of things to come yeah uh it's too early and it's crazy to write off the season i think that's a little bit of a stretch and um the one thing is i'm just i'm just concerned to start the season. And um, three hours ago is when it all went down. Uh, Scott Mitchell, Ben Nicholson-Smith, any any one of them just started spamming 
with bad news. It wasn't bad. It was not good news, I guess, until the Pearson thing. But it's getting to the point now, too, where I'm scared to look at my phone when I see those names on my screen. Because I feel like <laughs> we've already, well, we know that it just keeps, it's been getting worse these past couple weeks. So I know they're playing a game right now, and there's there's game updates coming in. But I'm still, you know, scared to see something else. And you know what I'm talking about. Just anything to do with any sort of injury. But, of course, won't click the panic button. Won't call off the season because that's just ridiculous like we all know how long a full season is but not a good way to start the season I said it was one of the worst ways too and I, I still believe that in terms of the arms that have gone down and the circumstances of this starting rotation and uh, as the depth chart goes on but there's still time here and um, you hope that uh, it's just you know it, it gets better like you said Mark because you, you did say that you, you know it, it gets better from here and I really hope you're right. I really, I do hope so. So we'll see what happens within the next couple of weeks. And, um, you know, that opening series in New York as well. Hopefully Robbie Ray is starting in one of those games. All right. Well, we'll call it quits there. Not a nice episode to listen to, but thank you to everyone who has listened to it. Uh, We'll be back on Saturday. Hopefully we'll have some updates some positive developments on everything happening. And, of course, Saturday right before the Blue Jays open their season a couple days before. So we're getting excited for that, even if things aren't looking the best that they could in the Blue Jay world. So we'll catch you there.